welcome back to another episode of The Point of It All. You know, this may have been my longest hiatus that I've taken on the show since I started it four years ago. And it was a much needed break, though. I have a lot going on with my YouTube channel. I'm trying to get off the ground. And I'm up to 135 subscribers, by the way, 135 and counting. Um, I'm always tickled by the, uh, the, the emails and comments that I get asking me to do reviews on this product or that product. And while I love to accommodate all of my requests, there is a budget that I'm working with here. Like all of the products that I buy are out of my own pocket. So I may not get to every request, but I do try to get to the most popular ones and some obscure ones as well. Uh, but the channel is going great. Um, I have a, a review coming up for the Asus ROG Ally, which is a Windows handheld PC, a gaming PC. And that should be recorded this weekend and put up on Monday, hopefully. But back to the product, the project at hand, which is this podcast. Um, I have some really good shows lined up for you guys. In fact, I'm recording. I was supposed to record one tonight, uh, but my guest had to reschedule due to some conflicting uh, issues. But hopefully we can get that recorded this weekend and posted uh, and published to you guys uh, mid or early next week. Um, you know, the uh, the idea the, the, the subject of a modern day civil war just really fascinates me uh, because when I hear, you know, I read on in articles and forums online that some people are clamoring for a civil war. They want to break free of this side or that, that, that side of the country. And I don't think they have any idea what they're asking for. So my next podcast is going to dive hopefully pretty deep into exactly what a civil war would look like to you and your family, right? To you personally, what would change in your life if that really unfortunate event were to take place? And I'm not praying for a civil war. That's the last thing that I want to see because I know all too well um, what to expect. So we're going to cover that topic in the next episode. But real quick, let's get caught up uh, with what's been happening in the world and in my life over the past three or four months. Um, so real quick, some current events, uh, as you guys know, well, you may not know, but unless you live under a rock, but Donald Trump, our past president is in some really, really serious legal trouble. You know, I predicted, uh, when he left office, well, as he was leaving office, I predicted that he would spend the rest of his life in a courtroom. And sure enough, that's what the last three years of his life has been litigating in court, um, whether it's civil, civil, uh, cases or federal or state, they're all coming at him at once. And really he has no one to blame but himself for all of it. I mean, it's really all because of his own doing. And he still has, he still has his supporters, um, not buying any of it. They don't believe any of it. Now here's a secret though. If you were to pull them aside separately, without cameras rolling, they don't believe a word he's saying. They just don't. I mean, I know you see them on these YouTube clips and these comedy shows and they're spouting their, you know, their disdain for the press and for the left and this and that. And deep down, they know he's a liar. They know he fabricates and when he breathes, he lies. They know this. They know this, but they have to save face. They're never gonna they're never gonna admit that they were wrong. Um, so you're wasting your time and your breath if you think you're going to convince them that that's uh, that you were right 
all along about Trump and they were wrong. They already know they were wrong. They already know. So just just drop it and let them let them be. Let them have their moment of let's try to save their pride as best that we can, right? That's really what's what it's coming down to. But yeah, he's in I mean, his biggest um his biggest and that's just hilarious, but his biggest legal hurdle has to be the uh the DC documents case. I mean, when he left office, he saw fit to bring along with him in his boxes of whatever, his boxes of his belongings, as he says, he also packed top secret government information. Now, those documents belong to us. We're the U.S. government and those documents belong to us. They were documents regarding um, war plans against Iran, um, the strengths and weaknesses of our own defense systems and those of our allies as well. He thought that he could keep these without any repercussions, but he's going to find out soon enough that not only will they be repercussions, they could land him in jail. Now, do I believe he'll spend the day in jail? No, no, there's no way that the U.S. government is going to allow a former ex-president to spend a minute in jail. It's just not going to happen. Um, and, and that's either, I mean, depending on your point of view, that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I think it's a horrible thing because you're saying to the rest of the world and to all of the U.S. citizens that once you become president, you can do whatever you feel like as long as you do it while you're president and there's no repercussion. I mean, you're not going to spend the day in jail. You're not going to pay any fines. You get to run for office again. You're basically untouchable. And it just throws out the, it throws out the idea of equal justice just really out the window. I mean, it's just doesn't exist. Did it ever exist? No, because if you're rich and powerful and you don't get equal justice, you get rich and powerful justice, which means that you get away with pretty much anything as well. Now there are some exceptions, right? There has to be a sacrificial lamb thrown to the gods every once in a while. So you might see some rich folks tossed in jail just to save face, like just to, you know, make it so that we're not completely, you know, giving up on the justice system. But for the most part, if you have the ways and the means to afford a high powered lawyer, chances are you get a stop on the wrist. You might pay some fines, but you're not going to spend heavy jail time. And if you do go to jail, it won't be in the same jail that we get tossed into. You'll get a country club jail, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. And now, and I say that rather glibly, it is what it is, but it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> what else can I say? Um, it's just the way the world, well, I won't say the world, but it's just the way our country's justice system works. And as a black man, I've just gotten used to it. I mean, I've, I've seen it and lived it all my life and it is what it is. I mean, not even as a black man though, but as a man without any means to, you know, afford that type of uh, protection under the law, um, I'm just used to it. And I think most of us are used to that type of justice system is what it is. Um, but getting back to Trump, he is currently the front runner in the Republican primary polls. And He's the favorite to win the nomination. He, there's no way he's going to beat anyone that the Democrats put up for election or in this case, re-election, because as of right now, it's Joe Biden. He is our he is our uh, candidate unless something, God forbid, happens to him, which we don't want to happen. We don't want to say that. But 
life is life and life happens fast and it comes at you fast. So you have to prepare for anything. Um, but hopefully he makes it through another term because I think he's just what the uh, country needed at the time, uh, regardless of what Trump supporters say. Um, the country needed uh, at least four years of uh, calming Joe Biden's presence, right? So <laughs> we might even need four more years after these Trump trials get underway. Um, but at any rate, um, that's the situation that Donald Trump finds himself in. Now, the Democrats, I mean, I keep seeing these polls or keep hearing about these polls that the Democrats don't want um, Joe Biden to run because he's too old. Um, now, far be it from me to be an ageist. I mean, I am not. It, here's the way I see it. If you're competent and you're in public and you your actions and your speech are passing the uh, the eye test and the ear test, then more power to you. Um, this isn't a weekend at Bernie's situation at all. He seems very competent. He seems to know he has all of his faculties about him. I mean, I, I can't see any fault uh, with what's been presented to me on TV. Um, is there a different story when, when the sun goes down and the doors are closed and the curtains are shut? Maybe, but he's in, he's at 83 years old. So I don't expect him to be as spry as, as I am at 53. I mean, it's just not the way life works. So I'm not concerned at all about, uh, Joe Biden's health or his, or his, um, his, his wits. Let's just say that he seems to be you know, still with it for the most part. So, um, more power to him. He does have my vote. And even if, even if the Democrats put up, God, who could, I mean, I guess Joe Kennedy, even if they put up him against Trump, I'm still not voting for Trump. So I'm going for, I'm going to vote for the Democrat. Um, so what else is going on in the news? Um, this fire in Canada, uh, you know, my wife made a comment to me. Hey, Shannon, my wife made a comment to me a couple of days ago. We were driving somewhere and she said, you know, one of my friends posted on Facebook that she can't remember the last time she saw the stars out at night. And <laughs> I got to thinking myself, I was like, wow, well, neither can I. <laughs> I don't know when the last time was that I saw stars when I looked up in the sky at night. Um, now, I don't know how much of that has to do with uh, the fire coming from Canada or the smoke coming from the fire in Canada. I know New York was just a hot mess a few weeks ago. I think it's starting to clear up a little bit, I hope. Um, and even in Ohio, like those, those that smoke even touched um, Ohio. In fact, a few weeks ago, I think it was late, late last week, there were um, there were there was there was an air advisory for Ohio Um and the condition was poor. The air quality was rated poor. And that came from the, uh, the fire in Canada. I think from what I hear, I don't, I don't see it in the news as much. So perhaps it's running its course and it's going to die out soon. But um, getting back to the stars, I don't know if it's all to do with the, uh, the fire in Canada. But even prior to that, I can't remember seeing the stars. So... Maybe, I don't know, well, I'll, have to, I'll have to pay more attention when I'm outside next time at night. And I told, I told Shannon, I said, well, maybe we haven't been outside enough to even acknowledge, you know, even try to see them. And, and I know with, um, I'm usually in the house and closed up for the evening around nine o'clock and it's still daylight out. So I don't know. On my drive home, I'm going to take a look at my drive home and make sure that I 
look up and see if I can see any stars. But that's a really, really creepy, you know, thing to think about. I know if you're usually if you're in the country, you know, the air quality is better because you don't have as many cars and, you know, combustible engines going about um, and factories aren't in the in the country either. So maybe you could see them out in the country, perhaps. Might meet, I might that might call for a weekend trip this weekend. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else is going on? Uh, the, oh, the one year anniversary is coming up for the uh, the um, the overturning of Dobbs, which uh, pretty much outlawed abortions in the entire United States. Now, there are some states that still allow it for I think up to six weeks. Some I mean, some states still allow it within the first three months or first the first trimester, which has been the law of the land before a year ago when the Supreme Court overturned that uh, the Dobbs case. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, I still stand on the same principle that it's a woman's choice to, to decide whether to carry a, a child for nine months. And that's just the way I see it. Um, you know, I just have a hard time making the morals of one particular group fit the morals of, or try to fit the morals of the entire country. Like it just shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case. Um, your moral compass is, you know, molded and shaped based on your beliefs and mine should be allowed to be molded and, you know, molded and uh, sized based on my own beliefs. And I don't know, I, I just have, I, I've never, and I've always held the same belief, even as a child, as soon as I, as soon as I got, you know, into politics and the issues of abortion, as soon as I became knowledgeable of this conflict, I've always had the same, you know, belief that it is a woman's choice. It's her body. She's got to carry that child for nine months. And I'm sorry, man. I, I know that you think you should have a say in the matter, but you shouldn't really, because it's not your body. Um, so we are, I mean, the, the states, I mean, you can see the laws have pretty much the abortion laws basically are taking the shape of, you know, Democrats are up against left and right. So if you go into a red state, they pretty much have really strict lockdown abortion laws where, you're seeing six week bans or, or worse. I think six weeks is the norm in most right leaning states. And even at six weeks, that's what four, that's a month in two weeks. Most women don't know they're even pregnant. So you would have to consciously be on the lookout. You'd have to take a test after intercourse for those first four weeks to know that you're pregnant. And if you don't do that and you go past those six weeks, it will become really, really difficult to have an abortion, you know, after those six weeks. Um, some states are even trying to outlaw you leaving the state to get an abortion. I have no idea how that, how they even think that's remotely legal. Like there's no way the Supreme Court's going to allow that. There's just no way. I mean, that's ridiculous. At that point, your body doesn't belong to you at all. In that case, the state owns your body from that point on. 
uh, at least while you're carrying that baby. And that's just, that's ludicrous. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, but we are seeing that type of law. I think, um, I think Missouri, uh, was it, no, Iowa? I think it's Iowa. One of the Midwestern states has, you know, a law that's uh, Iowa and Nebraska. One of those states is trying to um, enforce a law where you can't leave the state to receive medical, uh, a medical abortion. Um, so, you know, your vote does matter. And not only that, but your local vote, your statewide vote matters more than your federal vote. So am I saying that your, your vote for your state representatives and your state senators and your state governor and your state, you know, council people matters more than presidential elections? Yes, they do. Because you're finding that anymore, the federal government is pretty much at a standstill as far as passing laws. Like as long as you don't have super majorities, which we may not ever see again. And the super majority means that you, you, you have a, you have your party in the house. You have your, Oh, you have a, a 60 vote majority in the Senate and you have the majority in the house. And there's no threshold for the majority in the house. If you have one vote more in the house than your party, you're your opponent, your opposing party. You hear the majority in that case, but the Senate's different. Um, do you have a vote? Do you have a veto proof? Uh, majority in the Senate, <clears throat> that's super majority. So unless you have that, nothing's going to get done. So that's why the laws passed in your state are more important than the laws passed in the federal government. So get active in your local government, run for office. No, I'm not going to run for, <laughs> for office, but you should definitely run for office. And, um, you know, get involved. Your vote does matter. And I tell my coworkers, you know, I work with a team of there's there's seven of us, I believe. And of those seven, only three of us vote regularly. Three of us. Three. And that that's sad. I mean, it's really sad, but it is what it is. Um, I try to convince my younger, you know, coworkers that, yes, your vote does matter. Think about this. If it didn't matter. Why are they trying to keep you from the polls? Of course, your vote matters. So, you know, you can you can ask me what the important topics are that you should be interested in. And I can we can start there. But, um, you know, it, it just really it's really irritating when you see people not taking advantage of their. You know, their right to exercise their vote, their right to vote. Um, but everybody's different. That is their right. And you know what? It's their right not to vote as well. And I, I totally accept that. I, I accept that. Um, what else do we have? I have since, you know, since my last podcast, what, three, four months ago, my beard has gotten really, really long. <laughs> it's like, it's almost down to, uh, let's see my chest. It's getting there, but I am ready to cut it off. And I think I'm going to do that to begin the month of July. I've not made a definitive decision yet, but I am leaning closer to cutting it off than keeping it. Um, I may not cut it off entirely. My wife said I can't cut off my beard and my mustache because I look like a pervert. Whatever that means. I'm not sure what that. I've heard the Richard Pryor, you know, uh, the Richard Pryor comparisons, but it doesn't make you a pervert. So I'm, I, I might do it just to uh, mess with her. We'll see. Um, but at least I'm going to probably cut 
the majority of the beard back. Uh, it was fun. I got a lot of a lot of compliments. People loved loved the love this look on me, and I I appreciate the compliments. Um, but we'll see. Um, that's gonna do it for this short catch up video. Now I have other videos from la from this season that I recorded that I've not dropped yet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push this video out real quick, just to let you guys know that I'm still here. I'm still doing the podcast. I just took a break. Um, so stay tuned for my Civil War video or um, podcast coming up real soon. Um, and I'm glad to be back behind the microphone and in the studio. Uh, please, thank you for listening. And you know, it's, it's weird because during this absence that I took, I was still getting downloads of my old episodes and that was so cool to see. So I'm glad that there's still um, an audience there for the podcast, first of all. Thank you for listening. Please share and like and share with your friends and family as well on your Facebook feed and Twitter feed. And please check out my YouTube channel, right? Please check it out. There's a lot of good things happening there. A lot of videos and reviews for you guys to look at and, you know, fun stuff. So until my next full featured video, full length uh, podcast, which is usually 40 minutes. Um, thanks for listening to this one. Thanks for the catch up time. And I will see you guys. I'll talk to you guys real soon. And I'll see you on my YouTube channel real soon. Peace.